What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Season's over. I'm done. And Eric Fry. Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. (laughs) It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in and not so top of the morning to you. Welcome in to another day, to another edition of the uh, starting lineup. You're on ESPN Radio 98.9 of the game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you here for the next hour on Trust Shore Radio. We're live here from uh, the 98.9 and uh, Jack FM uh, studios. And we got a good show uh, lined up for you here on this Tuesday, Twisted Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Whatever you want this Tuesday uh, to be. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, some sports, local sports, uh, coming up here as we had a, a lot of action from baseball and uh, softball yesterday. And we'll get you set for the schedule for today. I did put weather permitting on the website due to the rain in the forecast. Not sure what time it is supposed to start, but we'll get you the schedule and see if we can get some of these games in today. And we'll also hit up on some other national sports, NBA, NHL. We'll hit up on some spring training, baseball as well. And we'll look at what happened in the NCAA women's tournament yesterday or last night as ah, upsets happening in uh, the women's bracket there as well. Big Ten not really representing well in the uh, in the women's nope. tournament either. Nope. Has uh, another number one seed. Uh, kind of uncharacteristic for the uh, women's side. Uh, some top seeds go down here in the early rounds, but uh, another one happened last night, and uh, we'll tell you about that coming up here in just a little bit. But, uh, of course, uh, the uh, start in the lineup here, and uh, we, of course, want to uh, thank the people that are making this possible. I'd like to thank McMahon Meats, uh, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and uh, Totopolis State Bank, and uh, they present you with the uh, start of lineup. And uh, whatever we don't get to here in the Treasure Hour, we'll get to in the podcast in some sort of a fashion if there's any uh, breaking NFL news or anything of that sort. And we'll get it to you in the uh, podcast, of course. Find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, our website, fmradio.com. Just go click on our uh, podcast tab there, and you can find past episodes and past 
basketball games uh, there uh, as well. So uh, that's all to uh, check out on the uh, website. But uh, we got a lot to get to here in uh, today's show in uh, this uh, jam-packed Tuesday before that rain uh, comes rolling on in. So uh, let's get it started and uh, let's hit it up with what we always do. And let's get it started with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And speaking of uh, baseball, that's where we're starting. We're not starting in uh, spring training. Nothing really significantly happened there. As uh, last night in the World Baseball Classic semifinals there in uh, Miami, fans were uh, treated to a, a terrific baseball game, no matter how you uh, slice it, as this was a, a back-and-forth game and just exactly what you wanted from the World Baseball Classic in particular after the USA uh, blowout of Cuba the other day in the first semifinal. This one was a whole heck of a lot closer as uh, Mexico's run in this World Baseball Classic unfortunately uh, comes to a close as uh, Japan comes back in comeback fashion as uh, they had a, a tying home run and then they eventually won it in the uh, bottom of the ninth inning there as Japan takes this one over Mexico 6-5 to five in a highly entertaining uh, baseball game uh, last night in Miami. And Travis, I'm asking you because you're the general world baseball classic guy. You're the, uh-huh. you're, you're, you've been the, the flag bearer for this I whole been, thing the yep. whole time. So I got to ask you, uh-huh. is this the one you wanted? Is this what you wanted for the finale? Yeah, this is probably what what you'd want for for the championship after you looked at the teams that uh, were put together. Yeah, this is the definitely the finals uh, you would want well, for sure. Japan for the finals, seeking its third title. They won 06 and yeah. 09. Only team to win multiple. Mm-hmm. U.S. trying to win its second. Yeah. So fourth meeting between these two teams, Travis. Mm-hmm. USA leads it two to one. Mm, so just got the edge. But in 09, Japan did win the championship game over U.S. Mm. U.S. won in the second round in the semis over Japan. So they haven't yet mm. won um, the big one. The big one. So uh, Japan, like you said, Travis trailed 3 nothing in the semifinal. And in the seventh, they're the third team in WBC history to win the game after trailing by three-plus runs in the seventh inning or later. And it's the first walk-off win by Japan at the World Baseball Classic. And the second walk-off win in the semifinals or later in WBC history Last hmm. one was in 2017 in the semifinals when Puerto Rico beat the Netherlands in the 11th inning. So, hmm. interesting. There you go. I'm helping you out here. And uh, Japan, uh, this would have been the they haven't lost yet in this uh, World Baseball Classic either. So, uh, Mexico, uh, they've had uh, such a tremendous run. Randy uh, Ozarina had another highlight reel uh, last night. We're forgetting all about Adam Jones as uh, Rosarina had another uh, home run robbery of that and uh, that happened in the fifth inning and I preserved that uh, three nothing lead that Mexico had uh, at the time but uh, Japan would later tie it up in the uh, bottom of the uh, seventh inning with uh, Matsaka Yoshida uh, home run and uh, Red Sox fans will get to know him uh, quite well quite soon as he's the uh, new star there in uh, Boston Mm -hmm. and uh, that tied the game up at uh, three and then uh, right in the very next inning Mexico uh, took the lead as uh, Verdugo hey 
teammate there. Uh, Oshida's there, and uh, that put them on top four to three. Mexico, they drove in another run and uh, scored it to make it five to three. And then the comeback was on in the uh, bottom of the eighth as uh, Japan gets a run back there. And then uh, uh, Shohei Otani leads off the uh, ninth inning with a, a double, and then uh, they win it with a double driving in both runs uh, there as Otani came in and uh, they score two runs in the bottom of the ninth and it's off of our guy, Gallegos. Yep. Giovanni Gallegos takes the yep. loss. Yep. <sighs> oh, well. Travis, uh, Yoshida, you mentioned him, 13 RBIs in this uh, World Baseball Classic. That's the most ever in a single World Baseball Classic all time. And he still has hmm. one game left to play. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, uh, Wadimir uh, Balatin from the Netherlands back in 2017 at 12. But, uh, yeah. So, let's can we can we talk about this championship game? Yeah, championship. Okay. It's uh, happening in USA, tonight. Japan, tonight. That's right. Merrill Kelly, expected yep. to start for U.S., be a second start in this WBC. He gave up two earned, four hits, two walks, and one K in three innings against Colombia in his only start. Uh, Shohei Otani, one for three with a double and an RBI off of Kelly in his MLB career. Lars Newtbar. Yes. One for Newt. two with a homer and a walk off of Kelly in his career. So mm. uh, on the other side, it'll be you, Darvish, expected to start the championship game. It'll be a second WBC start this season and his third overall appearance. He's given up three earned, four runs, five hits. Two homers and two Ks and five innings pitched so far. So not great. And the two guys I look at, Travis, mm-hmm. Mike Trout, he's faced you 49 times. That's the most Darvish has faced of any hitter. And he has four home runs in his career against Darvish, tied with Brandon Moss and Brett Gardner for the most that Darvish has allowed to any hitter. And the other one I'm looking at, Nolan Arenado, your boy from My the God, Cardinals. Yeah. 1.279 OPS in MLB career versus Darvish. That's the second highest that Darvish has allowed to any hitter he's faced 20 or more times, trailing only George Springer. So those guys are going to have to get going uh, tonight, I think, uh, for USA to get the win. Right, yeah, and obviously I'd be interested to see where they uh, place Trey Turner as if yep. you want to keep him there. The other night when he hit those two home runs, and I think for the majority of the World Baseball Classic, he's been there in the ninth spot, but he's just been one of the most clutch hitters the USA has had mm-hmm. so far. So I'd be interested to see where he slides in. If uh, you want to change up the lineup here in the championship game, I would expect it to be all hands on deck. Yeah, Kelly is the uh, probable pitcher, but I think every pitcher that could possibly pitch obviously there's some uh uh, stuff where the rules where you can only pitch so many days after you've thrown so many pitches uh there but i'm sure every possible available pitcher goes for usa or japan for that matter and uh, otani has said that he'll come out in relief if need be uh if possible so uh that's one thing to look out for uh tonight and uh, just before we got on here, that's what Canty and Carlin were talking about. Uh, what if uh, Mike Trout goes up against uh, Otani at some point in the game? Oh, I want that bottom of the ninth. Yeah, I want that game on the, the line. Tied game. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine uh, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani on the same team? Oh, yeah. That team would be so good. Well, it should. It has so many championships probably. Nah, probably not. Oh, Oh, they are on the same team. They are. I mean, at least for, you know, at least for For the first half of the year. Yeah, first half of the year, another year before Otani signs with St. Louis. Yeah, Chicago. To be with his best friend, Lars Newbar. No, his best friend, uh, (laughs) Suzuki. Eh, 
Maybe I haven't seen him palling around with uh, anybody he's not but on Team Newbar. Japan. I know he's not. He's getting ready for the MLB <laughs> season after he was injured last year. That's I right. appreciate that. That's right. He's getting some rapport with his if, teammates. If you're if you're injured the year before, I want you to be training. I want you to be rehabbing so you can don't waste your time on this exhibition tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you mentioned about uh, Arenado having great success with uh, Darvish, it looked like that the uh, X-ray came back as negative. So. Yep. Uh, after he got hit in the hand the other day against Cuba. So it uh, looks like he's uh, good to go uh, for tonight. But, uh, yeah, this is exactly the championship matchup that uh, you would have drawn up, USA versus Japan uh, for the World Baseball so, Classic Championship at 6 o'clock tonight in Miami. I'm, I'm going to ask you, Travis, who you got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be a big upset if uh, USA wins, but of course I'm going to go with USA all the I, way. I know you're going USA. That, that's your <laughs> That's your fan – I, I want you to put it's on be your, tough, though. I want to put on your sports hat. Your, yeah, your if sports, sports guy. if I would probably guess it would be uh, Japan. They've been really good, both uh, at the plate, obviously, and they've been good pitching uh, wise as well. So uh, obviously, I haven't lost yet this uh, World Baseball Classic. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be tough to uh, to beat them uh, for sure. So uh, if I would put maybe some entertainment or anything, look for that. I would probably pick Japan. That's actually what I was trying to look up right now is uh, right. see if I can uh, get that for you. Um, but I am not finding it as easily as mm. I should. There it right. is. Uh, is USA minus one and a half? So USA is favored? USA minus one and a half. Hmm. Really? I'm definitely going Japan plus one and a half then. <laughs> right yeah exactly like hmm, it's uh, interesting that they would be favored in this one the money line has usa minus 130 hmm, yeah so usa would be the favorites then yep hmm. no it's not what it, not i thought what it would travis be. would go with yeah exactly i mean how can you have a team that hasn't lost yet uh, be the underdogs because we're usa and we always think we're the greatest at everything it's uh, i guess it's true and uh hey usa every time someone plays them it's the championship game but it'll be the championship game uh, tonight six o'clock and man that's a bummer we can't even what's on fox tonight we can't bump the mass singer off fox it's no. on, only on fs1 no i mean the whole thing's been on fs1 and it's a couple of usa games have been on fox have they really mm-hmm. weekend Weekend, I think. That, Except that's for Sunday. Why. That's why. Cause Sunday, gonna... we 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 had we gotta have a Family Guy and well, Simpsons yeah, and Bob's Burgers. Say, they were competing with the college basketball. That's why you had it on Fox over the weekend was to compete with college basketball on CBS. Yeah. So tonight there's nothing to compete with. So yeah. put it on the for- put it on the sports station. It proves why you have a sports station. That's what the normal Fox fans would be saying, who don't want to watch. Right. You have FS1 for a reason. Put it there. And I guess you'd have more eyeballs if it's on the regular Fox station. Yeah. Uh, but uh, apparently, I just, I, I don't know if it's true. I saw on Twitter uh, last night about, like, they, they think that, like, 90, 90% or 93% of all televisions in Japan or Mexico were tuned into the game last night. Yeah. So, uh, huge ratings draw. Therefore, those two countries going at it, and they were treated with one of the best games, this World Baseball Classic, and we'll see what the championship brings tonight here with USA and Japan. It should be a good one, definitely locked in 
for sure. Go USA, baby. I, I was just looking up for you just because uh, it is uh, a brand new episode of 911 Lone Star. Oh, of course. Followed by a new episode of The Accused. Of, of course. So that is that is why we cannot, can't move it, Travis. Can't have the championship on no. Fox because we, no. we got to have those shows. No. Of course. Mass Singer is tomorrow night, Travis, along with Farmer Wants a Wife. So, mm. no wonder I don't know when the Mass Singer is on. It's on Wednesdays. Yep. Yep. I'm already preoccupied. You are on Wednesdays on television. So, uh, we'll definitely uh, tell you about that uh, championship game uh, tomorrow. But uh, let's continue talking about baseball. But let's talk about some softball as well. Some area here in high school sports coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Topless State Bank and Topless Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage? You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Mobile One can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Lenny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Lowe's MVP's bonus days are back for pros. Right now, buy a DeWalt 20-volt max power stack battery two-pack at $199 and get a select DeWalt Bear tool free. Plus, earn three times the bonus points on all Metabo HPT tools and products. Shop even more savings and bonus points offers during MVP's bonus days at Lowe's. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. About 320 through 331. Subject to change. Selection varies by location. While supplies last. Discount taken at time of purchase. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details. At Progressive, we love sports and saving you money, so we bundled them together. The final horse now in the gate, and they're off. They're starting off with a double toe loop jump, leaving a difficult 7-10 split. As there's movement on the inside rail, only nine pins separate them now as they head to the final quarter mile. They're neck and neck. It's down to the last frame. Here comes the actual jump. They bundled their home and auto insurance with Progressive. Win, strike, savings, gold. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. 
And now, the starting lineup. Welcome back in to the uh, podcast of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. And nope, nope, redo that. On 98.9, the game. And nope, nope, redo that. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9 at the game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. Talked a lot about the World of Baseball Classic there. Let's continue on with the baseball theme. Let's get to some local baseball from yesterday. As we'll start off in the NTC as it was North Clay. They defeated Nioga by the final of a 6-2-0 as North Clay had great pitching performances from Alex Booz and Ian Jones, only giving up one hit allowed. And now North Clay picks up their first win of the uh, spring over Nioga as it was also uh, Count Herrick Beecher City uh, getting the win over Pena. And this one was a lopsided score, 16-2-6 as CHBC scores six runs, both in the second and the third innings to kind of put this one away and ended up being a five-inning affair. And Wojcik ended up only giving up a, a couple of hits on the mound, and he picked up the win as well. And a bunch of people getting three RBIs, Radloff having three RBIs, Lorton with three, and Doty with three RBIs as well for CHBC, obviously, putting up 16-6 score. Uh, you'll have that. And it was also uh, South Central getting the win over uh, Fairfield, a 17-2-1 as uh, South Central picks up a, a crooked number in the second inning. They put up five in the opening frame, but then 11 runs in the uh, second inning alone there. And so Aiden Dotson and uh, Watwood ended up combining for a, a no-hitter, a, a five-inning no-hitter. Dotson goes for the uh, first three, and uh, Watwood comes in and uh, cleans it up there. And also, uh, Dotson had a, a good day at the plate as well. A couple of homers and a four RBIs as well. So, have a day there, Aiden Dotson. Absolutely. As, uh, picked up the front end of the no-hitter on the mound, and then a couple of homers uh, for him uh, there as a big winner over Fairfield for the Cougars. It was uh, St. Anthony. Uh, they got the win over Alney, a 16-2-2. They had a lopsided score, three in the first inning, a four in the second, and then eight runs in the fourth inning for the Bulldogs. And uh, Brock Fierde ends up picking up the win as he only goes uh, three innings, and he only allowed a couple of hits, one run, and he did strike out five in the win. Uh, Will Fairday picked up a, a couple RBIs. Uh, Caney also had three RBIs and Repke and Lawson with a couple RBIs as well. And Alney, their runs came in the bottom of the first and also in the bottom of the uh, fifth inning there. Redmond and uh, Schiltmeyer picked up the RBIs for Alney in the loss. And uh, continuing on there in the little line, I was Mount Carmel over Lawrenceville, 10-7. Casey over Martinsville, 20-2-0. And Westville over Paris, 6-5. to 
in Apollo Conference action. We had Newton getting the win over the Hearts, and Newton scored five runs in the fourth inning and also scored three runs in the second inning as well. And, uh, you know, FEM put up some runs in the loss, seven runs on seven hits there as well as uh, looks like Nichols had a couple RBIs for Effingham, Hall, and Weymouth, and Lewis also had a couple RBIs as well. Uh, to the other side, it was uh, Mahaffey. He had uh, three for four of the dish. He had three RBIs. Flowers had four RBIs. They're kind of two of the guys that you would expect for Newton uh, to have good days. Uh, Gear picked up the win on the mound. He went three innings, only giving up a couple of hits. He did give up five runs and walked four and uh, struck out three. Uh, Mahaffey came in with three innings of relief, and he struck out four batters and only gave up one run of five hits. Uh, Nichols ended up with the loss. He was credited for nine runs, but uh, none of them were earned, though. And uh, three walks and three Ks as well. Uh, Donaldson and Webb both they came in in relief there. And Donaldson only gave up a couple of hits uh, there. But uh, Newton taking uh, that one there against the Hearts. As it was Muhammad Seymour over Danville, 15 2 and nothing. And this was a, a three inning affair of a three inning no hit ball for Blake Walters for Muhammad Seymour as he goes three innings and it's also he struck out every batter that he faced as well nine K's in those three innings as well and he was also two for three at the plate and a grand slam and five RBIs so have a day there for the Arizona product Blake Walters he's going to Arizona oh nice yeah play like baseball it. yep he's super good obviously and, and uh, Sekar Griffin they got the win over Lincoln 20 to five in uh, the uh, central Illinois we had uh, Shelbyville they defeated Dietrich by the final of a 16 to uh, nothing as uh, Shelbyville uh, they put up uh, some uh, lopsided uh, innings as they picked up seven runs in the opening frame and they also picked up eight in the uh, third and uh, Brachbill gets the uh, W as he doesn't allow a hit in a four inning uh, game there so uh, he's a talented pitcher there and also uh, Allen also comes in and uh, in relief so it was a combined no hitter uh, there and also we had uh, Decatur St. Teresa get the win over Decatur MacArthur 23 to nothing and the South Central Alton Marquette gets the win over Piasol 12 to 2 Carlinville over Auburn 15 to nothing North Mac over Nokomis 10 to 5 in a softball uh, yesterday, uh, we had uh, Salem get the win over Totopolis by the final of a four to uh, nothing, as it was uh, Salem getting a couple runs in the third inning and runs in the fourth and the fifth as well. Totopolis only got four hits in this one. A couple came from Altoff and the others from Koppel and Medi as well. Gibson takes the loss in the circle. She goes six innings, gives up seven hits, only two earned runs. 8Ks, but 6 walks as well in uh, Salem. Uh, they had RBIs from Paulson, Smith, and also Lee as well. And the other uh, run was an unearned run uh, there for the Wildcats as they picked up the win. Other games there from the uh, NTC, we had Casey get the win over CHBC by the final of 23-1. to uh, Dietrich gets the win over St. Elmo Brownstown, a 9-2-1. Two runs in the uh, first and a three inning, or three runs in the second inning. 
and uh, they never look back. Uh, Niebergi gets the win in the circle for the Maroons, uh, and she also had a double and a couple of RBIs as well. And uh, Jansen and U-Haul uh, picks up a couple of RBIs as well. Uh, we had Chrysler uh, Rock get the win over North Clay, Clay City, by the final of 2-1. to one. We had uh, South Central get the win over Mulberry Grove, 18-2 to nothing as 10 runs by South Central there in the uh, third inning. Uh, Webster gets the uh, win in the circle, and this one only went four innings due to the uh, run rule. Mm -hmm. And Rose picks up a home run and uh, six RBIs for the uh, Cougars, and Garrett also had a couple RBIs. As well, it was four over Winds' two straws by the final of a six to a three, and it was uh, uh, Flora over uh, Winds' two straws six to three. In the little line, I it was Carmine White County over Lawrenceville sixteen to one, Mount Carmel over Oblong twenty one to three, Newton over Alla fifteen to two of five was the uh, final there. In the Apollo, uh, you had a Charleston over Villa Grove seventeen to two. In Lincoln Prairie, you had Robinson over Cumberland, 9-1. Royal Forsyth over Okaw Valley, 20-2. Armstrong over Blue Ridge, 8-0. Central Illinois, you had Olympia over Clinton, 11-0. And Pawnee defeated Central A&M, 7-5. And finally, in the South Central, you had Lincolnwood over Vandalia, 9-7. Edwardsville over Gillespie, 2-0. Carlisle over Greenville, 10-0. And Nokomis over North Mac, 9-2-6 to wrap up things there in uh, softball and uh, the schedule for today weather permitting yep. is uh, the big one there as rain into the forecast for the majority of the rest of the week so uh, hopefully we get uh, some games in but uh, the schedule for today Cumberland is scheduled to travel to the topless in the NTC at Altamont uh, hosting Casey Robinson at St. Anthony Brownstown at North Clay South Central at CHBC Mattoon hosting Dietrich Windsor's Two Straws at Pena Sullivan at Nioga Little Illini Oblong Powhut hosting Newton Hoopston at Paris Martinsville at Marshall in the Apollo you got Muhammad Seymour hosting Clinton Lincoln at Williamsville Central Illinois at St. Joe Ogden against Tuscola Central A&M hosting Arcola Tri-County at Shelbyville Illini Central at Decatur St. Theresa South Central you got Vandalia at Hillsboro Staunton hosting Roxana Piasaw at Jerseyville Carlinville at Lincolnwood Indenburg at North Mac Lincoln Prairie you have Argenta hosting Macon Meridian, Monticello at Arthur, and Armstrong hosting Heritage. In a softball, you got Topless hosting Ramsey. In the NTC, you got Altima against Chrysler Rock Lutheran. St. Anthony hosting Olney. Pena at CHBC. Grayville at North Clay, Clay City. South Central at Weber Township. Little Illini, you got Newton at Mattoon. Casey hosting Muhammad Seymour. Lawrenceville at Edwards County. Paris at Danville. Apollo, you got Cumberland at Charleston. Taylorville hosting Litchfield. FEM traveling to Vandalia. Cumberland at Charleston. Central Illinois, you got Shelbyville and Hillsboro. Sullivan hosting Sarah Gordo. Arcola against Central A&M. Lincoln Prairie, Macon Meridian at Argenta. Blue Ridge hosting Decatur St. Theresa. Villa Grove at Tolona Unity. Heritage at Chrisman. South Central Conference, you got Gillespie hosting Auburn and Inberg at North Mac to wrap things up there in the South Central in softball action. And I also have some uh, boys and girls track meets at the high school level. Uh, Winds Two Straws, Nioga, and Patoka will all be at CHBC, and Arcola is set to host Topolis in track and field today as well. Four o'clock, Travis. You were wondering, rain. 
50% chance at four o'clock. So mm, we'll see. Don't look too don't don't look too far ahead though. But next week looks pretty good. So we maybe we'll get a lot of these games in pretty next good. week. Yep. Awesome. Definitely looking forward to that and warm temps as well. Yes, next week. Awesome. Love to hear that. Uh, can't wait for yep. the warm warm temperatures. Warm weather. Yes. Spring started yesterday, in case you didn't know. Supposedly. I don't feel it. <laughs> I don't feel it either. So, uh, again, if you missed any of that, any of the scores or the schedule, we have it up on the website, fmradio.com, and click on our local sports tab uh, therein. Check it out. Coming up next, we'll be talking to some uh, college basketball. We'll be uh, searching for some NCAA women's scores, and we'll get up to date with the upset that happened uh, last night. And also we'll be talking to some men's tournament or some teams that weren't in some men's mm. tournaments mm. there. <laughs> and so uh, we'll talk about that coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Great deals are springing up everywhere at Rule King. So come on in and save. Take $20 off Kentucky Tall Fescue Grass Seed, now only $99.99 a bag. And feed that green with Greenskeeper Secret Fertilizer for just $17.99 a 40-pound bag. Plus save $2 on Valvoline Premium Conventional Oil and various weights, now just $20.99 for a 5-quart container. Enjoy these savings and more at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King. America's farm and home store. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Hello there, my name is Seychelle, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is the punch of flavors that's unlike any other. You get the crispy tenderness of the chicken and that hint of sourness from the pickles. Ta-da! <laughs> hey, I'm Juan, and what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is you know you're going to get chicken that's crispy, golden, and juicy. This is the gold standard of chicken sandwiches. Order the original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real customers paid for their testimonials. Are you working way too hard for way too little? There's never been a better time to consider a career in IT. You could enjoy a recession-resistant career in a rewarding field with plenty of growth opportunities and often flexible work environments. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. You could start your new career in months, not years. Take classes online or on campus. And financial aid is available to qualified students, including the GI Bill. Now is the time. Mycomputercareer.edu. And now, the starting lineup. I'll tell you that it's going to be Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. On 98.9 The Game. It's going to be Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. The Bears in the Super Bowl. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues will go for their third straight win when they host the Detroit Red Wings at the Enterprise Center tonight. Blues are coming off a 3-0 win over the Jets on Sunday, and goaltender Jordan Bington is set to return to the team after serving a two-game suspension. St. Louis is still sixth in the Central Division with 67 points, a 31-33-5 record. The Blues are 14 points out of a playoff spot with 13 games left. 
The Cardinals rallied for four runs in the bottom of the sixth to take down the Miami Marlins 5-0. Spring training yesterday, Jake Woodford struck out seven and gave up just five runs over five scoreless innings. Brandon Donovan continued his hot spring with two hits in the victory. The Cardinals improved to 14-6 in exhibition play. St. Louis sends Jack Flaherty to the mound against the Nationals today. The injury bug is biting the Cardinals early this season. Shortstop Paul DeYoung will likely start the season on the injured list after suffering a setback in his recovery from a lower back injury. DeYoung felt the pain last Tuesday and was supposed to return to the Diamond today, but he re-aggravated the injury while taking ground balls yesterday. The team said it will be at least another week before DeYoung can return to baseball activities. The 29-year-old hit 157 in 77 games last season. The Bulls stormed into Philadelphia and snapped the 76ers' win streak after a 109-105 double overtime victory. Tyrese and Maxey layup forced the first overtime, while DeMar DeRozan driving score sent the game to another five-minute period. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here. Travis Sparks and Eric Fry with the Sports Center hit there. I'm glad you guys didn't invest in a shortstop in the offseason. I know, right? That's a good move. Yeah. Good move. You know how, how we said uh, Coach Underwood was the biggest believer when R.J. Melendez was going through a slump, and no one's a bigger fan of Paul DeYoung than John <laughs> Mozeliak. Uh, like 197 last year in 77 I games. I know, but we're riding this out. We're yep. Not giving right up. Right until the f- wheels fall off. I think it's a case maybe of liking the individual more than liking the player. Right. And you have yeah. to, I would think, separate those. But yeah. uh, what do I know? I'm not a he GM. Just, he has tried. He has tried really hard and adjusting his swing and going down to the minor leagues. And it seemed like he had it figured out or a little bit. Uh, but then when he got back to yeah, the majors, didn't, it just didn't, didn't translate or something. No. So, well, yeah. the, the problem is, is that you didn't want to make a big signing in the offseason, as we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. And your farm system at shortstop, Travis, what are you looking at there? Uh, well, I mean, I probably would get uh, ridiculed for not knowing what position that he plays, but Mason Wynn. I know is, Mason Wynn's down there. I I've, I've thought he was third, but he yeah. could play some short, possibly. But my, my, my point is there's no one there who's standout star – yeah, because they, they refused to move Edmund there yeah. because he's a glow glove second baseman. Yep. So we don't want to rehash that argument again. Nope. Uh, eh. Hey, we'll see. season hasn't started yet. Travis is already annoyed. <laughs> hasn't even started yet. You brought up Paul DeYoung's <laughs> name, man. So, of course, I had to get annoyed. Oh, I was going to say, Travis, I, I mentioned the Blues in that Sports Center read as well. Mm-hmm. Any chance of making the playoffs or no? They No. Okay. Nah, it's a long shot. 14 points with 13 to play? Yeah, nah. Ain't no way they're doing that. I don't know. <sighs> Biddington could come off the suspension and just go on like a one goal a game streak. I guess, and then that means we would have to score too, so. Wow, that's that's true. <laughs> All right, so uh, some uh, college basketball here. Uh, the uh, women's tournament from uh, last night, we had the uh, big upset as Indiana. They go down as the Hurricanes come rolling in, and uh, they beat Indiana 70-68. to So the nine seed gets the win over the one. So another one seed in the women's tournament goes down as Stanford lost the other day to Old Miss and now Miami. Comes into Indiana and uh, knocks them off. So, 
one number one team goes down again. Yes, and Travis, you know, you mentioned another number one seed going down. It's the second time in women's tournament history that multiple one seeds have lost before the Sweet 16, and the first time since 1998. This mm. doesn't happen yeah, no. on the women's side very often. No, it doesn't. So, man. Yep, uh, another one. Uh, another one yep. going down. Yep. Uh, so they uh, do have a a few days uh, break as uh, they won't play again until uh, what is that? Uh, Friday. Looks like yes. Friday and Saturday, twenty yes. fourth and twenty fifth. Uh, speaking of Miami, Travis, with this win, they've made their first Sweet Sixteen appearance since nineteen ninety two, the second in program history, and they have a chance to make the Elite Eight for the first time in program history. Hmm. It's also only the second AP top two win in program history as well. Yeah, as and, uh, they'll go to the Sweet 16 and take on Villanova. And in their two. their uh, three wins, Travis, or two wins, I guess, two wins. Mm-hmm. Combined margin of victory, Yeah, three. Yeah, they beat Oklahoma State in round one, mm-hmm. 62-61. And here's another little notable fact for you. Across the men and women's tournament, there have been four number one seeds to loss in the first two rounds. That's the most combined one seeds to lose in the first two rounds in the men and women's tournaments in the same year since the women's tournament expanded back in 1994. Hmm. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And uh, so uh, also on uh, Friday, you got uh, the three-seed LSU who beat up on Michigan the other day. They'll take on the two-seed Utah. And also you got the eight-seed Old Miss, who beat the number one seed Stanford the other day. They'll take on the five-seed Louisville there. And you'll have the six-seed Colorado against the two-seed Iowa there. So uh, Iowa and Maryland. That's right. Maryland is yep. still going as well. They'll play uh, bright and early, 10.30 a.m. on Saturday. They'll be against the uh, three-seed Notre Dame there and also you got the four seed UCLA against the number one seed of South Carolina over on that side and the four seed Tennessee will take on the one Virginia Tech and Ohio State will take on the two seed UConn so I guess you know Iowa Ohio State Maryland holding it down for the Big Ten and the Sweet 16. And one thing that we had a lack of in the men's side is the Blue Bloods no Duke North no North Carolina no Kansas you know, those, those yeah. blue blood programs, not here. Tennessee women, Travis, their 36th Sweet 16. UConn, their 30th mm-hmm. Sweet 16. That uh, is the top two, uh, along with North Carolina men who have been to 30 Sweet 16s. So wow. um, the blue bloods are, are showing up in, in the on the women's side. Right. They're still there. They may not be the one seeds like in years past, but they're still there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and Iowa's been a good program with uh, Clark the last yep. few, several years, and South Carolina has been, but obviously those aren't blue bloods, I guess you'd right. say. But, right, uh, Yeah, holding it down strong there on the uh, women's side there. So uh, that was what happened with the uh, women's tournament. And it did have some uh, coaching news uh, yesterday mm-hmm. as it became official that uh, Rick Pitino is going to be uh, the uh, new coach at uh, St. John's there. So that means his old spot is opened up at Iona. And it looks like it just came out this morning that the Fairleigh Dickerson coach, Tobin Anderson, is going to be the new coach at Iona. Mm-hmm. He's reaching a five-year deal to be the new coach. Yeah, so, but they all have buyouts. so Yeah, it's true. But, uh, so uh, heading off to uh, Iona there 
maybe you thought another step for uh, Fairleigh Dickerson mm-hmm. above Biona, I guess. But uh, hey, he's going to be uh, the new coach there. So that was uh, the other significant coaching change in the ranks there. And then uh, you mentioned uh, a little bit about it in the uh, pre-show meeting about the um, uh, your favorite Antone your favorite team, Davis. your favorite favorite guy from Detroit, Detroit Mercy. Mercy. Yeah, that you wanted Four to talk about. Four points away from breaking the record. Mm-hmm. Three points from tying Marinovich's record, yep. and he's mad. He's mad. He said to the Associated Press, "I'm upset about it because they did not get an invite to any oh. postseason tournament." Said, I, I, feel say, like, I didn't think I heard about it. Yeah. I would have heard about it by now. said, I feel like I got cheated out of something that they can't ever give back to me. I think it's selfish and weird that people emailed or called the CBI to say we shouldn't be in the tournament because they didn't want me to break the record. Now, I, I, I have a couple of things to feel about this. <laughs> well, he continued by saying, there's nothing to hold my head down about. I still feel like I'm the best scorer in my generation, especially finishing number two behind him. He played five years with Mercy, which, again, is two more years more than Marinovich played. Averaged no fewer than 23 points in each season in college. Shot 40% from the field. Averaged four three-pointers on 10 attempts for a 37% success rate from three. And he scored 22 points in his final game mm-hmm. as a college student. But Travis, yeah, he, uh, he feels that he got cheated out of a shot at the record. Hmm. I don't feel this way at all. You didn't have a winning team. You're 14 and 19. Yeah. Sorry. Now, I will say this. The CBI did post pictures on its Twitter account of Marinovich and Davis after Detroit Mercy lost to Youngstown State and had been talking to the school about an invite. But they 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 ended up saying that the CBI said we did receive unsolicited emails and voicemails about Detroit Mercy and some said we don't want ever want Pete Marinovich's record broken. The decision we made wasn't based purely on whether we wanted him to break the record or not. Now Jason Marinovich, son, mm-hmm. said he did not have a personal problem with Davis, but he wasn't happy that his father's record had the chance to be broken in a lower-tier pay-to-play college basketball postseason tournament. So I think it's a terrible look. Your season should be over if you're 14 and 19. The situation is very personal and sensitive to me, but to be clear, I'm not mad at Antoine Davis, and I have nothing bad to say about Antoine Davis. My beef is with all these tournaments. And that is, I agree. If he's going to yeah. break this record, it should not be because we raised $25,000 to get into a tournament because we weren't good enough to make it in any other tournament. Right. Like that, he already, if he broke this record, was already going to have an asterisk by it because he got an extra year because of COVID, because he shot 75% of this, the, point, the, the shots attempted on his team, he did, and he had one winning record in his entire career at the school. Yeah. Right. So does he really deserve a record? He calls himself the greatest scorer of his generation. No. Sorry, you're not. Yeah, until they was getting close to the record, I had no idea about right. him. Right, right. Never and, heard of him. And even if he would have broken the record, Travis, I'd still say the fact that your team never had a winning record with you on the court, and again, you sh- took 75% of your team's shots. Mm-hmm. You have the chance of breaking any record shooting 75% of the shots. Plus, it took you two more years, and you had a three-point line that Marinovich did not have. Yeah, I don't necessarily hold it against guys. 
with the three-point line. No, but again, it if you're saying that this is the greatest of all time, the greatest scorer of all time, and he's, you know, if he would have gotten that record just based off of what he said without getting it, mm-hmm. and he's talking about being cheated, you had yeah. every advantage. You had an extra year of eligibility thanks to COVID. You had a three-point line. You shouldn't be given a game to break a record because your school, your dad, who's the coach, paid for you to get in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. It shouldn't be about getting into these tournaments just so he can break the record. Right. It should be that they're invited on their play. or yeah. Based on whatnot. what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So and I can see that. Davis did say, he said he missed four three-pointers in that final game, including one of them, which was wide open, uh, in the final two minutes. He, he shot four three-pointers, Travis, in the final two minutes. Don't tell me he wasn't trying to get the he record. Was, yeah. He didn't care about the game. Yeah, he was. So he said, <laughs> I had the opportunity to do it in the Youngstown game. I can't be mad about it, but I just don't get why people would go out of their way to say we shouldn't have an opportunity. So my, my thing, his coach... Uh, said his son's pursuit of scoring championship was not the only reason the Titans were trying to play again. Said the postseason would have given previously banged up players a chance to play for the team that was not healthy all season. Quote, people were trying to paint a picture of us that wasn't true. The picture painted was that we were trying to buy a record. The CBI was never going to let us in because of the backlash. The PS8, which is the postseason 8 tournament, which I didn't even know about, had teams yeah. pulling out, saying they wouldn't play if we were going to be in the tournament. It's disappointing that people were calling our school president and athletic director and the people running these tournaments to say, don't let us in. We just had to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we have to, like, find these bottom-of-the-barrel. tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And again, yeah, you're just trying to are, get him the record. Are you want like, do you want that record to be broken in a four-tier tournament? No. Right. Exactly. No. So I'm glad. And this kid can shut up hmm. because, like I said, he had every opportunity. His dad let him shoot the ball anytime he touched it. His dad was the coach. He shot more on that. We, we mentioned it on a previous show how he shot the ball more than half of his teammates combined mm-hmm. and yeah. attempts. Like, he had every opportunity. He played more minutes than anyone else on the team. Like, yeah, I think entering their senior year, they knew how close he was, and yeah. they said, we're going for it. Right. And he ended up short, pal. Yeah. Life's full of disappointment. Mm. Yeah, it does kind of suck how close he, he was. But, huh? yeah, like you said, he did have his opportunities. He did shoot a lot of threes there. Or in win the more games. Minutes. Or that, too. Win more games, and you'd probably be in the CBI and the NIT. Yeah. If you're telling me ESPN too. wouldn't like the ratings of having that record broken during the NIT, you kidding me? Of course they would. Yeah, right. It's definitely another extra reason to tune in yeah. more so than you would any other time. But, uh, yep, so it looks like his uh, pursuit Get out of, here. of the record is Where's no he more. getting drafted, Travis? Is he going to get drafted I mean, he's the greatest scorer of our generation. He can't not go undrafted. So. Eh, maybe a second-round pick. A 
a late second round pick. See you in the G League. I haven't seen a mock draft lately, but maybe I need to look up a mock draft for Illinois purposes maybe. as well. See where some of these players might potentially go or see if they could possibly return to Champagne. Hey, speaking of Champagne, had their first spring practice for Coach Bielema and the guys. And the first time I saw pictures of Fagan suited up there at practice for the U of I. So that's always nice, nice to yes. see uh, there and so what only a hundred and sixty some days until football season begins and not sure when the spring game is going to be but uh, back to a spring practice for football at least yesterday all right so uh, we're running out of time and let's close out talking about the uh, nba and uh, see if we can squeeze nhl but we might have to save those for the pod but nba definitely coming up next to close out the show from the 98.9 the game studios the starting lineup. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217 342 3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you and now this outpouring of love for tom brady is what we are beginning with today everyone showering this man with love and goatness how about it the starting lineup Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowl has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget, both Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't the blame him for the referee stuff. But he benefited from it. Benefited from it last night as well. That was so ticky-tacky. Come on. So it's a holding. Super Bowl. Let him play. On 98.9 The Game. Game started lineup. We're only here on 98.9. We'll say a little bit longer. Let's close out uh, talking about uh, the uh, NBA. We had some uh, college basketball in the previous segment. Uh, one of the top stories uh, last night was the uh, Knicks. They uh, fall to the uh, Timberwolves, 142-134, but it was Julius Randle night to perform there at the Madison Square Garden as he scores 57 points in the uh, loss, and that's the uh, most uh, that a New York Knicks has scored there in MSG uh, since Carmelo uh, did it with a franchise record of 62 in 2014. 
and he's also uh, joined some elite company as well. Uh, along with Anthony, he scored uh, with James Harden and Kobe. They both scored 61 points there as well, and Bernard King did it back in 1984, and it looked like he was going to be on pace for that 60-point uh, uh, mark, but because uh, he had 52 points after three quarters, but obviously a um, tough fourth quarter there, and also the Knicks lost the game uh, as well, so uh, spoiled the performance there for Julius Randle. Yep. Uh, Warriors uh, Roto losing streak is over. It was an 11-game losing streak, but it was snapped. All you got to do is beat the Rockets, and that's what they did. 121 to 108, and uh, Steph Curry goes off for a 30 last night in the win. Uh, the Hornets they beat the Pacers 115 to a 109. Uh, the Bulls in double OT over the 76ers 109 to a 105. Uh, the uh, Grizzlies, they won over the uh, Mavs, 112-108. to And uh, I think there was a uh, technical for Dallas, I think. It was uh, taunting the uh, Grizzlies bench. I mean, uh, my goodness, Grizzlies are like the uh, bad boys or something. Or the Grizzlies were teed up. can't remember who it was. Uh, but bad boy Grizzlies, I guess. I said that they don't mind being that, that team. Yeah. It's true. And then uh, the uh, Jazz, they beat the uh, Kings 128-120 to there. Game's going on uh, tonight in uh, the association. Wizards, Magic, Pistons, Hawks, Cavs against the Nets, Spurs, Pelicans, Celtics, Kings. That's a good one. A matchup of one of the top teams in the East and one of the top teams in the West. Mm -hmm. And a Thunder against the uh, Clippers uh, tonight as well. That Celtics-Kings game is on NBA TV along with the Cavs and Nets as well. Yeah, probably put the Nets on at the beginning of the season. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't, yep. have, couldn't have flexed that one nope. uh, out. But, oh, well, still on there. And uh, still check it out if you got that. But uh, you know what I'll be watching uh, tonight, the uh, World of Baseball Classic uh, Championship. Uh, we'll talk about some uh, spring training uh, baseball coming up in the pod as well as I'll clean up some things from uh, NHL as well from uh, last night. So uh, catch us over there on the uh, pod. But, of course, coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Fitz and Harry. So enjoy, and we will talk to you in the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to the podcast. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineups. I got more uh, national sports to uh, clean up. NHL, Major League Baseball, uh, spring uh, training, and I think Eric's got something that yes. he wanted to uh, discuss. Yes, some theories about college basketball and the NCAA basketball. tournament. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So. Uh, we'll get to that here soon, but mm -hmm. is there anything on sports in there that you want to Yeah, you mentioned NHL, Travis. Well, the Blackhawks got shut out by uh, the Avalanche, 5 nothing. Chicago had all 27 of its shots stopped by the Colorado goaltender. 27 shots in a game. That doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't. It's not a lot. That's no. nine per period. 
Yeah, it's not no, good. It's not a lot. Chicago's still in last place, and mercifully, the season is almost over. Almost over. That's almost right. Over. Yep, in the teens. Yep. The Colts announced the return of a member of their receiving core on Monday as Indianapolis has re-signed wide receiver Ashton Doolin. The undrafted free agent originally joined the Colts out of Malone University in 2019. Over his four years with Indy, he has appeared in 55 games, 33 receptions, 450 yards, three touchdowns, and 36 special team tackles. Hmm. He actually led the NFL with 17 special team tackles in 2021. Hmm. So there you go. The NFL's commissioner will be sticking around for a while. ESPN reports that Roger Goodell and NFL owners are expected to finalize a multi-year contract extension at next week's owners' meetings in Phoenix. The commissioner's extension has been in the works since last season, where the sides discussed a three-year deal. It'll be the fourth time Goodell has been extended since he took over the position in 2006. NFL owners have seen their team skyrocket in value with Goodell at the helm. The Vikings sold for $600 million before past commissioner Paul Tagliabue stepped down. The Broncos sold for $4.5 billion just last year. That is quite a jump. Blah. Blah. I know. So happy. Makes the NFL fans so happy. Uh. An ultimatum is being given for the Jets to trade for Aaron Rodgers. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport says the NFL draft in late April has been set as a deadline to get a deal done. The NFL insider joined the Pat McAfee show and said deadlines are always what drives these kinds of things. He said, quote, it's about 2023 draft picks and like when you actually have to use them is the deadline. And quote, star quarterback says he wants to play for the Jets, but both teams are still figuring out trade compensation. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler recently reported the Jets are in no rush to get a deal done. Travis, does this get done? I would hope so. I don't know. The longer it takes, the more I wonder. Yeah, I'd say that it's neither is in a rush. Because what are you waiting on? Because we've heard reports that it's only the Jets. Right. So, like, whatever the Packers are saying, this is what it's going to take, they're not going to come down because they're not mm-hmm. competing with anyone. Yeah, right. I don't know. Hmm. Indy, now's your time to shine. Get in there. Now you just—they just, just signed Minshew. They don't need anyone. Yeah, they got their quarterback yep. already. A Hall of Famer is looking to get in on the Commanders, according to ESPN. Irving Magic Johnson has joined the group led by Josh Harris to bid to own the Washington Commanders. Harris also owns NBA's 76ers and the NHL's New Jersey Devils. Johnson was part of the Harris group when it failed to land the Denver Broncos last summer. Harris's group is one of four who toured Washington facilities in advance of the sale. Current team owners Dan and Tanya Snyder announced their intention to sell the team in November. Forbes lists the value of the franchise at $5.6 billion. Hmm. Um, the Carolina Panthers are not ruling out any of the top four quarterbacks in the first overall pick in next month's NFL draft. First-year head coach Frank Wright, who has a great track record of drafting good quarterbacks, told the media that Carolina is not, quote, trying to fool anybody, unquote, and that it's taking all the necessary all the time necessary to evaluate all of its options. That means that the Panthers are not ruling out Alabama's Bryce Young, who stands at five foot ten, which is well below the league's average. Carolina is also scouting Ohio State's CJ Stroud, Kentucky's Will Levis, and Florida's Anthony Richardson. The Panthers plan to host all four on a visit to Carolina leading up to the draft. Hmm. The Grizzlies are hoping to have their star point guard back this week. Memphis head coach Taylor Jenkins said the team hopes to have Ja Morant for Wednesday's game against the Rockets, like they'd need him. Morant rejoined the Grizzlies on Monday after being away from the team for two weeks. 23-year-old had been suspended by the NFL and NBA for eight games after live-streaming video of himself holding a firearm at a Denver-area nightclub on March 4th. And, uh... 
Fame coach Rick Pitino is set to become the new head coach for the St. John's men's basketball team. According to ESPN, 70-year-old and native New Yorker signed a six-year deal. Pitino will be replacing Mike Anderson, who was fired after four seasons. So hmm. there you go. As you mentioned earlier. Yeah, that's right. And that's Sports Center. That is your Sports Center. All right, so uh, let's clean up some stuff from the NHL from last night. Like you said, the Blackhawks getting shut out by the Avs last night. It's almost over. It is almost over. The season. Then we can be frustrated by the Cubs. Season is coming to a close, and then another frustrating season. Yep. It'll just begin. Well, we still have the end of the frustrating Bulls season where they're the 10th uh, seed yeah, trying right. to cling to the play-in. Right. So. Yay, the play-in tournament. Yay. <laughs> we wait around for that to be over, and then you get frustrated by the Cubs, and then uh, you hope that the Bears are decent. Yeah, you that's, get some Bears hope, possibly. That's, that's all you got right now. Mm-hmm. That's right. You have the draft sandwiched in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Let's see what they do there. Uh, last night in the NHL, Panthers, they beat the uh, Red Wings 5-2. So to two. Mr. Matthew Kuchuk gets a, a goal in the win. Senators, uh, they beat the uh, Penguins 2-1. Uh, you had the uh, Oilers defeat the Sharks 5-4 in OT. Daniel Nur- or, um, yeah, Darnell Nurse uh, gets the uh, overtime game winner there in the win. And the Kings get four goals in the first period, and they didn't stop there. They got four more in the game, so that means they won 8-2 in uh, this one. Uh, Kippy got a couple of uh, goals, but no one got a hat trick. But L.A. putting up an eight spot, lighting the lamp multiple times. Not going to help the uh, Flames' playoff chances uh, there. And uh, that was it from the NHL last night. We got Red Wings Blues tonight there in uh, St. Louis at Enterprise. You got Senators matching up with the uh, Bruins. Bruins still pursuing history, trying to have the most wins in regular season, possibly. Can they do it? Can they do it? Can they get there? I got a pretty good shot, especially against the Senators. I don't think they – there are three games above 500. That's a lot better than I thought they were, but I got a pretty good chance tonight. Mm-hmm. Heavy favorites. Uh, Predators scoring off against the Sabres, Lightning against the Canadians, Hurricanes, Rangers, Wild Devils, Panthers, Flyers, Blue Jackets, Capitals, Maple Leafs, Islanders, Coyotes, Jets, Kraken, Stars, Flames, Ducks, Golden Knights, Canucks tonight as well and also uh, there was some uh, news about uh, the nhl and other jerseys looks like uh, fanatics that's right fanatics with the uh, clothing company yeah. clothing stuff uh, they're replacing adidas as the official nhl uniform partner wow. as uh, adidas announced earlier this year that they would uh, not pursue an extension of its seven-year deal with the uh, jerseys there so uh, Fanatics has been a retail partner for about a couple of decades. It uh, remains the official manufacturer of broad range of NHL apparel, including replica jerseys that has been produced since 2017. And uh, Fanatics will also uh, make the uniforms for all NHL on-ice officials beginning in 2024-2025. So uh, Fanatics runs an on-site retail stores and a handful of NHL arenas and for events like the NHL All-Star Game and Winter Classic. It also operates its NHL flagship retail store in Manhattan, which opened in 2021. But uh, Fanatics, you know, you had uh, Nike 
they got out, and Adidas, they are going to be on their way out. And Fanatics. All right. It's going to be the uh, jerseys. So I see their commercials. Yeah, see their commercials. See their see their stores. Yeah. See their advertisements. The way that internet algorithms mm-hmm. work. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes, exactly. So, uh, but Fanatics getting in the Jersey game. Yep. yep. Taking over. Not bad. All right. So, uh, baseball here. We got uh, spring training uh, from yesterday. Uh, what happened to the Red Sox? They were started off the spring training so well. Now they're only 12 and 8. Mm. They lost to the Pirates yesterday. Uh, Cardinals, they shut out the uh, Marlins uh, 5 to uh, nothing. Uh, let's see here. Blue Jays beat the Tigers 5 to nothing. Uh, Phillies over Baltimore 14 to 6. Reds shutting out the Angels uh, 10 to 8. Angels not doing too bad without uh, Trout and Otani. They're 13 and 8 on the season uh, or on the spring training. We, uh, White Sox, uh, they fall to uh, the Diamondbacks. White Sox 500 right now. Uh, the Rangers and Guardians, they tied Mar- Mariners and the Brewers. Uh, Mariners got the win 7-2, to and the Dodgers fall to the Rockies 5-1. So Dodgers 12-7 and here in the spring training. You already got games going on uh, right now. Nationals are uh, playing uh, Red Sox, Baltimore, Tigers, Yankees, Marlins, Astros, Phillies, Pirates, and uh, Dodgers and uh, Guardians coming up here in a little while. And uh, Dodgers playing a split split game as they also are taking on the Giants as well. And you got the Angels, Diamondbacks, White Sox, Brewers, A's, Angels, Race, Twins, Cubs at 8 o'clock against the Royals, Rockies, and Padres. Close things out today in the spring training at 840. Nice. So... There you go. All right. Spring training baseball update. And our next Cardinals broadcast, I believe, will be Thursday. Yep. Thursday, uh, Cardinals Yankees. Yep. And Wednesday, we'll have NBA doubleheader. So oh, that's right. Yeah. Ready for that. Coming at you. Yep. Cardinals are on top of the Grapefruit League this spring. <laughs> Does anyone pay attention to that? No. Okay. Just thought. observation from Travis. I appreciate okay. it. Royals out in Arizona doing good, sixteen and nine on the spring training season. Oh, we'll have to see if it translates. Cactus to the regular League, season. Cactus Leaders, Guardians in the basement. So are the Marlins. Yeah, that that may translate. Marlins six season. games. Hmm. I can see that translating. Possibly. Cubs right there at eleven and ten, three games back. One hundred percent mediocre. <laughs> Uh, three and six in their last ten. Yep, mediocre. Cardinals are seven and two in their last ten. Yep. NL so. Central title. Yankees nine and fourteen in the spring, one and eight. Not so good. I was gonna say, Travis, we are closing in on our baseball preview episode. I was gonna say, oh uh, yeah, it'll be just, next week. I just tracking tracking down some. We'll have to break down the divisions. Yeah, starting soon. Soon. <laughs> A lot sooner than I I thought. Yeah. Yep. We'll have to do that soon. Yep, opening day is next Thursday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, maybe even by the end of this week, we'll start that. Maybe. Yeah. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. So, 
did get a little bit of, uh, I don't know if it's breaking news, but some updated news for you. Uh, Dante Hightower of the Patriots has called it a career after nine seasons in the NFL, all with the Patriots. So, mm. free agent, uh, linebacker, Dante Hightower, retires with three Super Bowls. Mm. They're only nine seasons. That's not a lot of time. Happy retirement. Yep. So, there you go. All right. Um, before I get into my NCAA tournament thing, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to have the return of a favorite, Travis. Are you ready? Uh-huh. On this day in sports history. On this date. Yeah, we haven't had one in a while. We haven't. I haven't gotten the right paperwork. <laughs> got updated today. Uh, on this day back in 1964. Yes, way back, 1964. John Wooden won the first of his 10 titles as UCLA beat Duke 98-83, to 83, Travis. Hmm. 98 and 64 is a lot of points That's to put lot. up. Yeah. Oh. Man. On this day back in 2002, number one Duke blew a 17-point lead and loses to Indiana in the Sweet 16 as Jason Williams missed a game-tying free throw in the final seconds. Mm. And on this day in 2008, Steph Curry became a household name when he scored 40 points in Davidson's round of 64 win over Gonzaga. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. That's where he was put And Davidson, on the map. yep, beating Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. So. Put on the map. Put on the map. Yep, that's right. I remember that. All right, so we, we've talked about it before, about the, the NCAA tournament being the funnest but worst way to crown a national champion, mm-hmm. okay, and stuff like that. And and I've had people come up to me who've heard our argument about that and say, you guys say it's the worst, but you don't have any solutions. And I say, you're right, I don't. That's, mm-hmm. that's the problem. I don't have a solution. Yeah. Because you have to... Include a like if you were to say we're going to cut it down. First of all, you can't cut it down because of TV money, and the amount of teams in. You can't you can't shorten the field. No. But if you were if you were going to shorten the field, let's say just take the top thirty two or the top sixteen. Stories like Princeton don't happen. Stories like Fairleigh Dickinson don't happen. They don't. And you lose March Madness. So you can't yeah. you can't cut it down. Yeah. Because more than likely, Travis, with the way this tournament's going this year, there's a chance, and a pretty high one, if you look at seeds, that the winner is not going to be a top 16 team. Mm-hmm. Just based off of the math. So that's anyone higher than a four seed. Mm. That's not good. There, there's a pretty good chance that that's going to happen. Looking yeah. at some of the teams who are left, right. So, to me, you, you you can't cut it down. So let's get that out of here. I don't have a solution on how to make it better, because we love the underdog stories. Is it the best way to say this is the best team in the country? No. But I don't know what you do. Yeah. So. I don't want to cut it down, and I don't, don't want to expand, expand it. it either. Because that no. just makes it worse. Yeah. So if you expand it, the odds of a top team losing in the first or second rounds get higher. Mm-hmm. Yep. You 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 know. So you you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But no. it got me thinking, Travis. And it was actually I was listening to some other people kind of talking, and it got my my brain working. And that is. College basketball, when it gets tournament time, yep, I think that is when teams show up. The regular season is about individual players. 
Mm-hmm. But the best teams show up in March. Think about this year's tournament. Mm-hmm. The names. Yeah. They're not still playing. Some of them aren't, no. A lot of them aren't. Mm-hmm. You think about years past with Illinois teams or, you know, Duke, North Carolina, some of these teams that have these star players who are can't-miss prospects, who are going to be five-star recruits and everything like that, they get bounced early. And it's the better teams. Talking Mm -hmm. about Coach Izzo. Yep. Is there a superstar on that Michigan State team? Not really. I I wouldn't say so, no. But there they are. Is there a superstar five-star recruit on Princeton? Nope. But they're there. No. You know, even even a team like Gonzaga, which is a traditionally a power, powerhouse. Yes, they have Drew Timmy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, do they have a superstar on that team? Mm, yeah, they do have. I don't know if he's a superstar. They do have a, another guy. Uh, like his name escapes me right now, but I don't know if he uh, if he's a superstar. Uh, if you can't remember his name, I don't know if he can be considered a superstar. I'm talking like player of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of those guys on the wooden watch, Edie, aren't mm-hmm. playing. They're done. Yeah. One guy for Alabama. I was going to say, he's the it's one exception the one. thus far. Yeah. But other than that, I think that is what I've figured out, Travis, because we spend all year talking about the players because the players get us to watch an entire long season, and they're who we get to know. Mm -hmm. But it's the teams that show up, those schools that are a complete team package. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Brandon Miller is the guy from uh, Bama. You also have uh, Walker from Houston. As well. Yep. It's pretty high up on some boards. So. But, and I'm not saying it's every team. Sure. But I'm saying it just, I don't know. It seems to be that way that. Well, yeah, look at all those Kentucky teams that had uh, all the crazy NBA talent they had. And they could never get there. Mm Mm-hmm. Only did it like once. They did once. But I mean they were you know, supposed to be undefeated that one year. They didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I was I'll just looking to, up uh, the, the wooden watch awesome. right now. Um from March fourth. Yeah, I know Edie is up there for sure. And Miller. Alright, uh Emilio Backett, North Carolina, they're done. Antonio Davis, well, we know about him. Edie, Trace Jackson Davis, he's done. Uh, Yaquez Jr. from UCLA, they're still playing, right? Okay. Yep. Uh, Keontae Johnson from Kansas State, they're still playing? Yep. Okay, that's two. Mike Miles from TCU. TCU's done. done. They lost against that. Brandon Miller, we already mentioned him. Mm-hmm. Chris Murray from Iowa. Nope, he's gone. Jalen Pickett from Penn State. Gone. Marcus Sasser from Houston. They're still there. Still there. Timmy. Yep. From Gonzaga. That's five. Uh, Oscar Tshebi from Kentucky. Nope. They're done. They just lost. Uh, Azulis Tubelis from Arizona. Nope. nope. 
Jalen Wilson from Kansas? Nope. Nope. Isaiah Wong from Miami? Yeah, Miami's still there. Okay, six. Six players out of that entire list. Mm-hmm. Out of the top 20 ballot. Right. Like, to me, that just shows me that it's not the players. It's a team effort yeah. that advance in March. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying every year, but more years than not, we don't know these guys as being superstars until they do something big in the championship game. Yeah. <clears throat> Think of the year Butler went there. No mm. one knew who Gordon Hayward was no. until that championship game. You think of the year that Kansas beat Kentucky. No one knew who Mario Chalmers was. He wasn't on a big list. Not really, no. And then he made that shot. Mm-hmm. Like, the moment becomes the players. Mm-hmm. But leading up to it, there's not the name brand players out there. Now, last year I think was different. It was, If I remember correctly, it was either all one or two seeds that got there last year. And you'll have some years like that. But more often than not, it's the good teams that get there. And even last year, I would say the last last year's Baylor squad, who didn't win it all. Did they win it all? Is North Carolina won it all, North Carolina, that's right. But I I don't know. I just... No, it was Kansas. Kansas won it all. Yes. It was uh, Kansas and Villanova and UNC Duke. Yep, I remember UNC Duke. UNC should have won because Kansas came, had to have a huge comeback in the championship to win. But am I – I'm asking you, am I off base or is it – No, I mean, yeah, it's usually a collection of teams and, yeah, most likely – the the individual stars are just that are individual stars and and that um, can carry you more through the regular season. Yeah, more often more often than not that that is the case that you know like a John Wooden award mm-hmm. a winner would be uh, most likely to get bounced in an early round. Well, it made me th- it made me think Travis of the Big Ten mm-hmm. because you noticed on that watch list. Big Ten had more representatives than any other one else. It seems to happen every year where the Big Ten does have quite a few players on the wooden watch list or National Player of the Years and stuff like that, and they don't have the success, or those teams don't have the success in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and and it made me think of the Illini team as you you know we, when we were talking about Illinois, and you know you were right in saying this team has talent. Now, the individuals have talent, but they never played as a team. That's why they got bounced. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably one of many reasons. One of many. But it got me thinking about teams that are good that have a player and four other guys, or even two star players and four other guys taking on a good team. Mm-hmm. And we'll have that argument in the NBA, too. Yeah. You know, but to me, it just feels like in college basketball, it's amplified more. Yeah, it is. Because of the tournament format. And I think that's why so many teams, you know, we see so many upsets in the first and second rounds is because it's a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a day. You're right. You're not getting a whole lot of time to scout. 
to practice. You know, you're probably watching film, I would think, on Saturday. You know, if you played, you know, Friday, and then you're going to play Sunday, right. probably watching film Saturday, maybe maybe a little bit of a practice, but you don't want to push anyone too much. Yeah, no. Maybe a walkthrough Sunday morning. Walkthrough, definitely. And that that's about it. Mm-hmm. That's about all you can do. That's about all you can do. Tournament style. Meanwhile, in the regular season, you have, you know, minus – the rare exceptions, Minnesota this year, Illinois this year, and those in-season tournaments and conference tournaments. But other than that, you have three, four days, rest, go home, get prepared, do a practice, go do a training session. Right. And, yeah, I mean, in the NCAA tournament case, you're not going home in between no. games. You're, you're staying there at the hotel. Yep. And whatnot. And that's where I think a good team rallies because they have that chemistry as a team and know they can rely on each other. Whereas the individual players not playing on a good team, but a star player, they look inside themselves too much and say, I have to carry this team. Yeah. And I think it's too much on on the player to do it for two games in three days. Yeah. Sometimes it can be like that. Some players can make their teammates better yep. and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would agree with that for the most part. So when you're filling out your bracket next year, don't go for high-name players. Go for the good teams that are full of players you've never heard of. Yeah, and pick a 15 seed or something. I picked – Travis, do you have the bracket up for this year? Yeah. Was there a 12 over 5 at all? That's the popular upset pick. And in all these upsets we've had, was there a 12 over 5? There's a 13 over 4. No. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, no, I don't believe so. No. I nope. picked that one. Too bad it didn't pay off. Nope. There was not. All the 5 seeds won. That's the popular upset pick. It is, yeah. Not this year. You should have gone 15 this year. Mm-hmm. How many people next year are putting a 15 and a 16 to move on? <laughs> probably quite just, a few. Just in case. Yeah, there'll probably be a few. Mm. But that was that was my NCAA tournament. Just observation. 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 Hmm. I mean, we had 11 over a 6, but nope. Hey, there is one person, Travis, who has uh, everyone but uh, Missouri in the Sweet 16. I mean, come on. How did how do you select Princeton? I'm going to I'm going to see if I find somebody. There has to be one person oh, somewhere Missouri, who did Princeton. That's who they picked, Missouri. I gotcha. I'm gonna find someone I mean, who has Princeton. Come on, how how would you pick Miami or how how do you pre- predict FAU? FAU is the one that I FAU to be in the Sweet 16. Everybody else, I mean, even Arkansas over Kansas. That's weird. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna find anyone who. Oh, Travis, I found someone who picked Princeton. Mm. The only one they missed is they missed. They had Memphis. Yeah, but they got every other one. 
Their Elite Eight is Alabama, Princeton, Tennessee, Kansas State, Houston, Texas, and Arkansas, Gonzaga. Their Final Four, Texas, Gonzaga, and Tennessee, Princeton. And their championship, Princeton over Texas. <laughs> Princeton. Hey, there's that one person, Travis. We found him. Jeez. No way. I want it to happen so badly, Travis. I want so badly for Princeton to win. (laughs) There's no way. Oh, here's someone else who picked Princeton. They have them losing to Creighton, though. Yeah. It's like, man, they would either run run into that loss against Creighton or they would be most likely matched up with Alabama in the Elite Eight. This person in their Elite Eight had San Diego State Creighton. Tennessee, Kansas State, Houston, Xavier, and UConn Northwestern. Now, obviously, Northwestern's not happening. Northwestern. Yeah, they had Northwestern winning the whole thing. Um, That's not happening. They also had Illinois in their Sweet 16, so you can get mad at them about that, too. I'm not mad. Those are their two misses. I could have picked uh, Illinois to the Elite Eight. I didn't pick them past Purdue. I was or past uh, Arkansas. I was the only one in the '98 nine the game group who did. Mm-hmm. I had the guts to do it after I badmouthed them as much as I have on this show. I couldn't pick them. Nope. And you're right. Next year, I don't care what seed they are. I'm not picking them. <laughs> Hopefully, they make the tournament. Which you know what will probably happen. They'll probably be like a 14 and go on a run because they'll have no pressure. And be like Tom Izzo. (laughs) Maybe. Be a 10 or an 11 and go on a run as an at-large with a 500 Big Ten record. There you go. A 10 10 seed. Yep. That will happen next year. You watch. It'll happen. It'll be Illinois. Depending on the players, they'll come back or leave. Yeah. Who knows? Who we acquire in the transfer portal. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, I do know that uh, Harris, he said he's going to be back. So, well, that's good. Sincere Harris. That's good. Signing on for one more year. Hawkins? Hawkins are still – he could potentially go to the draft. I I don't know because I, I thought more about the comments he made post, post-game. And it makes me think of someone who just realizes they can't fill those shoes. Yeah, or maybe wants to film better. I know you're the ultimate op- optimist. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I'm not. So I mean, for the past two years, I've been wanting Kofi to come back, and <laughs> I was one for one. I, so, I, I just I gotta have somebody that I to, hope comes back. To me, I and I, Terrence Shannon Jr. I just think that he well, he got that one right. Well, he, I, I got him coming to Illinois, yes, but. I don't know if he comes back. Uh, apparently, I don't know if I said it on air or not, but he apparently has two more years of eligibility yeah, left. Yeah. So he could still come back if he wants to. He was finding his groove. He was one of the only players towards the end of the season that was starting to get it, I feel. Yeah. But then again, I also feel he's the only NBA, close NBA-ready person on that Illini team. Well, yeah, it's it's him and Hawkins. Hawkins, they like his size and what he can yep. do f- with passing the ball and defensively and yeah, when he wants to. With his length. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we've rambled. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we did a little we've bit. Rambled. Yeah. 
We're bringing up old wounds with Illini. We yeah, just need I to thought we said that bury we it. And talk to him. Be done talk about him anymore. I need to check on Illini baseball. See how they're doing. Mm, Illini baseball. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Maybe that'll give us something to cheer for. Maybe. 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 Softball, yeah. swimming, something. Hey, like I said. Golf. Well, golf, you know, we're national champions. Yeah. All the time. No one so. mentions it. No. No. Kind of flies onto the radar. Not a money-making sport. But, eh, you know, they got a nice little uh, golf course that they – Always play on up there in Champaign now. Maybe we'll get there eventually, Travis. Talking golf or playing there on the course? Yes. Okay. Start Not sa- anytime soon. Start but. saving them now. <laughs> Round of Kostya. All right, so uh, that'll do it here. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And we'll be back for you tomorrow. And I'll be locked into the uh, well, Baseball Classic Championship game tonight. So I'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. Peace.